grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Just the one time from Brandon, that's it? Jesus, that, that is brutal. Welcome in. It is episode number 12,000 of Jobbing Out. Of course, in honor of the 12,000 people that were in Vegas on Saturday night watching an AEW pay-per-view. I am Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. He's Brandon Linton from Ramshead Live, who is coming to us live from Baghdad. And he is, of course... Not here. I don't know where AJ is. Although he did admit last week, I'm making up for AJ right y- now. Yeah, you. What the hell? What is your bit today? What is that all about? God, I can't get anybody to be in the, the one place at one time. Um, AJ told us last week that, our, despite the fact that we had agreed the day before to what time we were doing the show, our phone call woke him up. <laughs> and again, I want to repeat: afternoon, and he's he was on sick. The East Coast. Yeah, but he also admitted that the phone call woke him up, that he would have been asleep uh, had he not gotten the call. So I'm a little bit worried about... he was about, sick! Yeah, I think you're covering for him, and I don't think it's it's quite... I, I think it might be a little bit worse than that. I think it might be a little bit... Uh, uh, to be fair, he sounded dead when he answered the phone. I think that that was a combination of things. <laughs> I think there are a couple of issues going on there. But uh, hopefully AJ will check in with us at some point during the course of this show as, uh, again, we agreed the day before at what time we would do the show, and he is nowhere to be found. So that's where we're at. Uh, I don't know about a guest. Couldn't tell you. Again, it didn't come through a week ago. Something that we had hoped was going to come through. It didn't come through. I don't know yet about this week. We are. I, this is a very difficult time for us as we're trying to deal with Aaron screwing up our entire schedule by getting a job. Go F yourself, you asshole. So we're, uh, you know, well, we had to deal with that with for AJ with his little window. You can deal with it with me for a little uh, bit. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well, AJ never booked any guests, so it did make things a little bit different. That this is true. Um, but yeah, so we're dealing with that, and hopefully, we'll have a great guest. If not, again, we will get back to guests. I promise. This is not like we're never going to do guests again. In fact, a couple things that I thought we had lined up just unfortunately fell through. And don't forget, we're not that far removed from having Mr. Miz and TJP in back-to-back weeks. So settle the f down. Plus, there's plenty to discuss from this week, and we will get to all of it. Um, I'm. Let me just get Aaron. I know you watched. Uh, I know you watched Double or Nothing because you watched it live. Brandon, did you watch Double or Nothing? I watched some clips, but I haven't seen the okay. whole thing. I have not finished Double or Nothing, and let me apologize. I started it, and then I forgot that I was going to finish it on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, you all made the recommendation to me that I get into the show Shit's Creek, and I did, <laughs> and. <laughs> You see, what happened was I wanted to finish the first season yesterday, and so I did that, and then literally was like, oh, fuck! I forgot I was supposed to be finishing uh, Double or Nothing. So I've watched a good bit of Double or Nothing. I think I've watched everything through the women's match, in fact. 
So the the Joshi match. The 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 when with all, the awesome Kong the uh, the oh so you only did two matches yeah then on I've, the main I've watched a good yeah I've watched <laughs> so you saw everything through the second match <laughs> I thought that was the was that the only second only the second match shit the second match of the main card it was the fourth match I overall, did watch I, well, yeah. I, no I did watch the pre show as well yeah so, so okay so you watched four matches yeah I've seen four matches all right shut up Aaron I'm getting there <laughs> I'm getting there this is Shit's Creek fault blame Eugene Levy don't blame me. Uh, so you're basically at the point in WrestleMania in which we arrived at the arena. You haven't watched it, so you don't get to start <laughs> shit, okay? You don't get to run your mouth. Um, I'll get there. I'll get, I promise. I actually intend to watch the whole thing this week. Yeah, I, I do too. Um, I, I'm actually very, very excited to watch it. So here's the deal. Uh, I'm just going to put out a blanket statement. We'll go from there. Is this week the transcendent, historic week that some professional wrestling fans want to make it out to be? No. Okay. Okay, Aaron. Oh, the Aaron, are you there? Did we? Uh, Will. Oh. Yes. Can you hear me? Hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah, hello. Yeah, yeah. You're back. You're back. Jesus. Okay. I'll say this. It's not. This is not the week. If you want to say, if we look back, but if we want to say, where are you? Years from now, say, this is kind of the seed. For that week, yeah. whenever the week, yeah, yeah, Aaron, I'm on, does it sound really, really bad? Yeah, it sounds terrible. Where are you? I'm, I'm in the parking lot outside my work. I can go into my work if you want to wait for. All of a sudden, you sound fine. Minutes, you, sounded, but, you sounded horrendous there for a second. All of a sudden. Okay, I mean, I'm just sitting here. I don't know. I don't right. know what's going on. All right, all right. Let's try it again. Try that whole thing again. Okay. AJ did join, so I wonder. Oh, oh wait, did he? He's. I don't have him here. No, AJ's not here. Okay. Go ahead. Try again. So I'll go back. Okay. This is not the moment. This is not the transcendent. This is not the, you know, that that moment that you will part and say this is where it changed forever. We could. It would not. I don't know about surprising me. If you tell me that years from now we look back and say this is where the seeds were planted, okay, I might be able to buy that. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, look. I'm. It depends what you mean by it changes things forever. If you're going to say this is the moment that puts WWE out of business, then no. no. Like, nothing is putting WWE out of business. And if that's the, the burden of success in this, then people are crazy because that's right. not going to happen. Right. By the way, it also did not cause a reaction either. Not, yeah, only, we'll get, not yeah. only is it yeah, we'll get to obviously that. never going to put WWE out of business, right. it, it also did not let's, let's, change the course of anything. Right. Let's get oh, to okay. the, we'll get to that in a second. Hang on. Let me, let me but, start. But, I, I, you know, I guess, you know, and if that if that is the thing that it has to overtake WWE and completely stomp them into the ground, then no, it's not right. going to happen. Right. That's not going to happen for a number of reasons. That being said, is this the, does this feel like the start of something? Something good for wrestling, something good for wrestling fans? Yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fine with all of that. I, I think that there's two things here. And I'll, I'll continue to say the same things that I've said a couple of times, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you where I've evolved a little bit. I've said from moment one that what's going on is more about what fans want something to be than what it actually is. Um, yes. And that continues to be true. This continues to be more about what you want it to be than what it truly is. And that takes nothing away from, again, I haven't finished the card. Um, what I saw was very good. I have no doubt that the entire show was excellent and it got tons of attention and... 
it was a very big deal, right? Like all of that. But what, but what was it driven by, and what and what is it right, still the, is the big, is a bunch of WWE. Right. Guys. The biggest highlights, obviously, being related to guys that have been in the WWE. No question about that. Um, so, you know, I am, I am willing to evolve in one area. I think that my initial gut reaction was, I'll give this thing a year tops, right? Like that's uh, this to me came off like the way that I am utterly dismissive of other football leagues that try to compete with the NFL. Um, I'm utterly dismissive of things along those lines. Who is rustling around? Sorry. All right. Um, this is a disaster. What a disaster this is. <laughs> what a disaster. We can't get all the hosts together. Everybody's getting their McDonald's runs in. It's crazy. Um, I am more convinced that the parties involved know better. And know this is not... Look, I, I really thought that the Cody thing on Saturday was low rent. And maybe yes, I agree. I agree with that. I thought that was very... That was the one low point of the night. Yeah, I thought that was... Not only was the notion of it low rent, it looked awful. Yeah, I thought it was almost... It looked like shitty WCW Dungeon of Doom style. I, like, I, I thought, like by the way, on both sides, I thought that WWE scripted thing of saying AEW, that was silly, too. I thought on both sides that was yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I well, that was great, actually. I don't, I don't know. I actually kind of... I kind of like that, if I'm being honest. I kind of like that. I, I mean, the whole segment was a disaster. And the, well, yeah, and, and that might, that's part of it is that right. it happened during that segment. Right. It was a horrendous so that, segment that's, to the point where, literally, I didn't even catch it when it happened because I was so tuned out of the segment because it was so bad that I didn't even catch it. But let me go back to this. I think that was a mistake on Saturday. And part of my problem is, and I'm, I'm just being honest about this, I don't, I don't think Cody is the star that he thinks he is. Um, and I think that's been one of the problems that I've had with this the entire time. I think Cody genuinely believes that he's a star of stars, and I don't think there's anything that actually backs that up. Um, I think Cody's a heck of a worker. I think he's a damn good performer. I think he's got a brain and a mind for the business that's incredible. But I don't believe that Cody is a superstar. I think he's a, a, a good wrestler, and I think he's a, at times a really good wrestler. And I think that he's been very fortunate that he was the guy that took a chance in doing this and was able to get a lot of people on board. Like, I'm going to make a comparison. I think Kenny Omega is a superstar. I think anywhere yes. in the world where Kenny Omega goes, he is a rock star, star of stars type. I think Cody aligned himself with a lot of really good people, has a name that matters, and is a good worker. And all of those things are really cool. But I'm not inclined to watch something because Cody's involved. That's not gonna get me to tune some tune into something. Uh, the Cody Rhodes All Stars would not be something that I'd be in tuned uh, inclined to watch. But I am inclined to watch the Young Bucks, and I am inclined to watch Kenny Omega, and I am inclined to watch a lot of those performers. And there's nothing wrong with Cody. Cody being a part of that show is fine. But I need him to be a worker, and I need him like the match with he and Dustin was wonderful. Like it was, it was wonderful. And I did go back and watch that, by the way. Okay. Um, I did go back and watch it. So I, I watched that a little out of order. Um, it was wonderful. It was wonderfully told story. It was great. And I guess what disappoints me is by doing the bit, it almost took away from what I thought could have been really cool. And I think what I like about you know what they've done so far with Cody and that company is don't force his way in. Don't try to pretend like he's the superstar because he's not. He's just not that guy. 
but he can be a really great part of your wrestling card and part of on top of being um, a significant guy at the top of the com- company. And those things make sense. Don't do this shtick. This is bad. It's 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 brutal. It's such low rent that it almost like completely turned me off. Now I'm glad I watched the match anyway because it really was a well-told story and it was very good and it was a neat moment and the whole thing. And I don't know how it played out for the rest of the card after that, but I'm I'm guessing the crowd, you know, really responded to it well following that. But Oh yeah. Don't do that shit. That's dumb. Yeah. You're not that guy. Don't try You are not fucking, you know, like I I get it. We all Everybody got sick of Triple H always being the guy on every wrestling card for a long time. But you're not the guy to do that. That's not your role to try Nobody to take... is the guy to do that. Right. To be fair. I, I, I think they're, like, don't... It, it doesn't come off well when anybody does it. It doesn't come off when WWF took shots at WCW. It doesn't didn't come off well when WCW took shots at WWF. It didn't take, you know, it didn't look good when TNA did the Voodoo Kin Mafia and all that bullshit that they did. It, it never comes off well. Going back to what you were saying about Cody is, I think that he's actually, he has an interesting spot, like, just based on how it looks like it's going forward, and that, yeah, he's kind of the featured guy, because, you know, this is his, you know, yeah, it's the box, and it's Kenny and stuff, but Cody is almost kind of the face of the business, right. if you will. But, like, if you look at the two, you know, coming out of, of uh, Double or Nothing, the two big feuds, the two big matches we have going forward are P- Adam Page and Chris Jericho for the title going yep. forward, and then you have John Moxley and Kenny Omega. Yep. Like Cody is there and he's a big star and he's going to be a big but figure, that's what, but he's not at the top. Correct, and that's the way it should be. They absolutely should have the stars be those guys and let Cody be a wrestler, let Cody be a guy on the card, and and essentially this is why it drives me crazy is Cody can be the guy that we all like because he's non-threatening. Don't be threatening. Be a worker. Be a, be a guy that does good work and makes good decisions. And that's sort of why people are inclined to like Triple It's the funny part about it. People are inclined to like Triple H today because of that. Because right. at the end, Triple H has, again, outside of the Roman Reigns thing, and that was bullshit. But outside of that, he's largely been non-threatening. He's just sort of been a guy. We know he's responsible for a lot of the shit that we like. And we kind of like Triple H because of that. We think of Triple H as being, like, a good guy in all of this. Like, that's the funny part about them trying to go after Triple H is that, like, today Triple H isn't viewed as the problem. Triple H is actually viewed as more the solution in pro wrestling than he is. <laughs> right. that, that's the funny thing is, like, the two signs, like, the two big signs on Raw, one was, hey, you aren't MJF, and the other was, where's Triple H, or right. we want Triple H. <laughs> that's, that's the funny part about all of this. Like, of all the people to go after fucking a nobody's angry at triple h at the moment like for the most part when was the last time that something triple h did bothered us i i, I again well, is it just one of the things that fueled the vince russo conspiracy theory the vince i'm not i'm not dignifying that with time that, that was just russo being russo i agree with you. a lot of people are agreeing with him look i under- a lot of people are idiots i understand that it uh, uh, even if we don't want to go down that road right if you want to continue to talk about how it it really will never make sense that WWE treated Dean Ambrose the way that they did, knowing that there was. And a he chance. even thinks so. If you listen right. to his podcast, right? Like he says right. the same thing. It it's I, I hear you. I hear you. It will. It won't make sense. It will forever not make sense that WWE treated Dean Ambrose the way that they did. Um, I don't know what happened there. I don't know for them if they saw it as a quick cash grab. And yes. 
and and given all of the financial problems they had, they just needed to take a quick cash grab. They didn't have any choice. Um, it, it might be that there's an element of it where, you know, they really. I still think it's plausible that they got so fucking thrown off by Roman Reigns' return that they they didn't know what to do at that point. Like, I, I don't think that's implausible in this process. They did offer him another contract, so I don't think it's a cash grab. Well, no, but you were, you're talking about, like, the from March on when, when oh, yeah, they realized. The ver- yes. the very no, they offered, him, they, they offered him a contract. What's the time frame he said it was like? Uh, he said it was around the Rumble. It was around the rumble. No, that, it, was, it was later than that. I don't. I, I might not have. I might not have gone to that part in the podcast. They, the rumble was when they said they were going to give him his contract, and that they were, oh, it's still coming. It's still coming, and that's when he said, "I'm not going to resign it." But they still gave it to him. He said he never opened the envelope. But it was way later to the point I, where they definitely were trying to keep him. Well, but that was well after they made the release, and you know the thing that said he wasn't coming back and all that. Oh well, yeah, stuff. but again, but, well yeah, but they could have played that into an angle. Because that's what everyone thought it was anyway. Sure, there right. was, there's a million things they could possibly do there. Yeah, that's what he said. He said basically right. his only inclination is that, because he said the press release was weird. They've never done that in the history right. of the company. Right. It will, right. and, it, that, and that it made everyone think it was a work. And like in his head, he was like, well, maybe that's their out if he resigns the contract or whatever. It will for, I mean, but, they had but no he, idea. But, but, he, but he also said that by July, he had decided he wasn't going to do it. He that, said that. Probably that. Wasn't. But he yes, didn't talk, but he didn't tell well, him. I know. I, I understand that. I'm just saying that like. But there's yeah. a difference between him saying that oh, yes. and what the and, company's and, intention yes, of course. Is. They tried to resign him. Of course, of course they did, because they don't want John Moxley well, going out there and but doing But that it. officially is not a cash grab, then. But hang on. No, no, no. No, there's still three things involved here that you got. We're talking about the Shield the Shield right. show. Right. The Shield show was a cash grab. That specifically, that trying to do that one more time and putting that on the network and, and what everybody looks at and says. Well, he Why said he took, that as a, he took that as a grand send-off for himself. Right. But the, he was gonna, only paid $500 for it, by the way. For, for money, <laughs> right? For correct. them, they, they wanted to profit off of. They didn't give a shit about him. Like they wanted to profit off him one more time. They wanted to do one more thing that they could profit off of with the shield because they weren't going to have the shield anymore. And again, that's very logical. And ultimately, it could be that the singular explanation can just be that it's a cash grab, and that's it. Well, Aaron, did you get to the point where um, Vince called him to do the European tour? So basically, in, in the podcast, he's saying he's filming that. Um, Nick Mondo, by the way, is the one who filmed that. Um, yeah. the, Sick Nick the, Mondo, yeah. The, tr- the trailer. Right. Yeah. And so he was in the middle of making that, and he said that Vince called him and asked if he would do him a favor and just do the European tour after WrestleMania, and they were going to have the Shield headline the whole thing. And uh, he thought about it and said no. Keep in mind so, a couple of things. And I'm not saying this. I, I, it's totally plausible that literally everything that Dean Ambrose says is true, or John Moxley. Also, keep in mind, he's not going to go on a podcast and say anything other than what would make him look bigger. Like, it's just, right. there's no world in which he would go on with Chris Jericho and say, yeah, WWE didn't really want me around. Which, I'm, again, there's no reason to think that's the case. But we always have to be careful in these things. Right. There's no I believe every word of it. And that's fine. I'm, I've been through too many of these things to be able to do that. Of course. Like, I mean, I just, of course. there's I'm, way but... too many, there's two sides of the story. Um, and and I'm I, not... I think we can reasonably say this based on it, it, now that we're going down the the Dean Ambrose Sean Moxley side. A, like WWE wanted to keep him. They're, you know, there's no doubt he was one of their highest paid guys. He was one of their top merch. So they wanted to keep him. He did not, and I believe him that he did not want to because he was so sick of creative. I absolutely believe that. Yes. Um, I I I have no problem with that. I mean, I have no 
issue with that and believes that there's an alternative option for him to make money. I mean, like that. Yes. Again, the, the, well, the, no, none of it was about money. Eh, no. According to him. Again. That, See, actually, I, I, I do some. Well, not so much. It wasn't about money. Right. But that money did, wasn't the biggest factor. No, no, I, because, again, I think there's two no, different again, things there. He's, he's, he's not, as far as we know, he's not taking a pay increase. No, of this. course he's not taking a pay increase. Yes. But the notion being, like, when you're going to do something like this, there has to be a net. Like, there has to be something you can fall back on. Well, when he say, made the decision, there was no AEW. But there was a... You have to remember that. When he made There the, was I, Japan. Well, I mean, right. as we know, he's going to Japan and he's been right. working with this for months. So there was Japan. Yes. He knows he could and, have made there was money no at AEW. But there was already there conversation was, at that point about them starting this company. Like, All In was already a thing that was in the process. And from He all, said he had no idea what it was. He didn't but, talk to Cody till later. Right. Again, right. all of these things can be true. Like, there's no <laughs> yeah. one... But why would can, that be a lie? It doesn't make any sense. They no, it's not to be a lie. They can all be true. It can both be that he looked at the entire picture of reality and said, I'm going to be able to be okay. If I step away, I can be able to be okay. There's enough options out there for me to be able to make enough money that I can be okay. I don't need to just worry about whether or not – I don't need to just do this because this is the only way that I can profit. This is the only way that I can make money. Basically what he said was he just wanted to do something he liked again. His car is paid off. His his house is paid off. His mom's house is paid off. All the stuff that he paid off. He wanted to be happy, and WWE was no longer making him happy. And all of those things are great things to say. And I don't doubt that there's absolute validity in some of those. But it's way easier to do that when you have something that you can fall back on and say – and I'm not going to die in the process. I'm not. And gonna you don't have to say that. It's uh, it's easier to do that when you've been making three million dollars a year for the past. Sure, but five it, years. but I I do think that if there was if new you know, and this is AEW's role in all this. If we're saying that this is about to change the business, this is what we're talking about now. Is that a Dean Ambrose, a Luke Harper, a revival? A there are options now. Right. Yes. If it, you are not happy at WWE, and it's becoming more and more clear that more and more people are not happy at WWE no matter how much they are paying and understandably so right like that's the way that it's going to work now the really interesting part of this though is so it's starting to look like you know while we know there's a lot of money behind this thing they clearly can't afford to sign someone like Dean Ambrose to an exclusive contract well well, none of the the contracts are exclusive Chris Jericho said his is Jericho's working New Japan with except for New Japan, but it's uh, he already had New Japan when he came Mo- in. So uh, none of the, I mean, none of these contracts, for the most part, with the exception of like you know, are exclusive. Like that was one of the things that they said in the initial press conference. Is like we want these guys working the Indies. We want them to be able to do this. Didn't they not say that at first? No, they they always. Yeah, said I'm pretty that. sure I mean, that's they, been the the case the entire time. I mean, again, until they are in a yeah. place where they can provide like house show money, until they're in a place right, where you can right. do touring, you you couldn't but, possibly put together a wrestling company and say. Well, you're only going to get paid for, um, you know, these live, these, these, you know, paper- you know, one TV taping and one paper. Right. That's all you're going to get paid for. But you have to survive off of that. And you can't work any other. Like, that's insane. Like, it'd be nuts. Yeah. Until How do you think that-, that works for the continuity of a narrative? What do you, what mean? Do you mean? So if you've got guys that are on your show and they're all over the fucking place doing all kinds of all over the place shit, like a fan is following a narrative of a character, you know. How is that going to work? Um, I, there, there are two ways you could do it. One is you can, you know, you can make sure that things, you know, they can bring it in. We start to see this a little bit in Impact, not, not too much that they didn't do it well, where they did, you know, go out to house shows where they did bring people in from independence and they use that as part of the narrative. The other thing is saying, look, just like any actor, if they're in another show, right. you know, 
we're looking at this universe. I guess my point is, and they breaks his knee at the other place, and well, you well, know, then, you're gonna then get they fucked. Have to, it's the reality you know, of it, right? I mean, it's like yeah. it's like breaking your knee at a house show. You're gonna be fucked by it. There's just nothing you can do about that. But I mean, I look. These have been issues that have had to be addressed, you know, with indies and other companies where you know one indie wants you to work this way and another indie wants you to work another way. Where you're a you know, it's you're a top heel with AEW and you come in to do something. Your presence naturally makes you a face, right? People right. want to cheer right. from you because you're a big fucking deal being there. Um, you just deal with that. That's just what it is, right? Like it's yeah. it's a one time thing. It's not a weekly television show. You know, like you show up and and the guy gets cheered there. You can still go back and be a massive heel on AEW the following week. But you do right. something on the internet that goes viral that makes him a big baby face, yeah. and then yeah. Oh, I think that, the, you know, more and more, as much as, you know, I'd like to say ignore all of that, you know, and, and that, you know, you should keep kayfabe and all that. Like, the, the the thing is just basically, look, these are this is comic books. Yes, there are different storylines or different versions of every superhero. Yeah, but the comic book doesn't have a crowd screaming the other storyline at it in the at the show. Yeah, but you pretty much just say, look, as far as storylines go, you focus on this universe. You focus on, on Earth-32. Look, yeah, but know? what do you do when the thirty thousand people or whatever are screaming but something when's, out? When's that do you happen? think that? Do, well, do, do you think that the AEW crowd is going to be responding to things that happen on the indie? Yes. That into AEW. I, I, yeah. I think the only way that there's a crossover if here. If there's some weird viral video or something, right. You know, like but, like if then, then let's just use Joey Ryan for example. If Joey Ryan doing a dick flip went viral on the internet and he's not that character on the show. But they were but he's going to be like right. the Joey Ryan character is going to be the Joey Ryan character in it. I'm just making up a, a the thing. It has nothing I, to do I, specifically I, with him. I'm again, just I, using I, as an example. Could, like, like for the most part these guys' characters are the same characters they are. Like whether they are getting cheered, whether they're getting booed or whatever, they're the same general characters. Yes, there are some exceptions here and there. But in general they're the same characters. So if something like that happens, then yeah you can bring him in you can even bring him in his opponent. That's one of the nice things about AEW. You could bring him in for a single shot or whatever. So, that's so, really real, so real quick, to. the best way I could explain this, Brandon, is I'll compare it to the 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 Raw SmackDown thing. Um, the best way I compare it is you, this will be an issue. What you're bringing up, you're right. There will be an issue. There's no question. There'll be a time where something happens and it comes up and is an issue. And they're just going to have to deal with each case individually. Like they're they're just going to have to deal with that because they're not in a place where they can they can create an overarching way of getting around it. There's just no way for them to do that. So, sure, something happens in an indie, and it's it's not exactly the way that you wanted it to go. You're going to have to figure that out and write it in. And it's not ideal, and you would rather not have it be that way. But you yeah. just don't ha- you just don't have another choice right now. And are you going to run into more of these POC issues where like people don't want to lose because of something going on in one and, of the other places and, they're working? And and sure, there's all that sort of stuff. Look, I I can tell you, um, you know, just from indie to indie and dealing with indie wrestlers that there's even locally, for example, there are guys that work with MCW that also work uh, out in West Virginia, and in one place there has to be a face, in one place there has to be a heel, and it, it they don't like that. They're a great face in MCW, and they're well liked. And then it's a lot of the same crowd that goes out to West Virginia, and they go out right. there, and they're like, well, we're not going to be able to sell as many shirts. And this thing is kind of working for us. And look, at the end of the day, it's like, well, do you want the fucking you know, chance to come out here or not? And ultimately, for the guys that are working MCW, they're like, yeah, okay, you know what? We're going to go show up because we, we, right. we need the date filled. Um, but these things happen throughout the industry. This is not something that's never been dealt with before. And I, you know, it's not perfect. It's not ideal, but it's what you got. And in general, I, I think it speaks more to... I, I, some of the stuff that you're alluding to is is 
and, and Aaron, I'll touch back on what you brought up with Luke Harper and all these other guys. That yes, this is right now. If you're a w, if you're an unhappy WWE performer, you look at this as like your th- this is salvation for you. That there's this yes. other option until you're unhappy there. <laughs> of course, and, right. and, that's like, and, and here's the and here's the one thing I you know I I feel like we need to say even though it should be obvious like. This was the easy part. We knew with that right. roster, with those minds, they could put on an excellent show. No question. They could put on multiple excellent shows. Like, that was never going to be the question about AEW. They were always going to put on pay-per-views you want to watch. The question is, and still remains, will they put on TV that you want to watch? Correct. I mean, that's, that's ultimately, that's the reality of where we're, well, and it's not just, it's, it's what, somebody's not going to get pushed there too. Somebody's well, I was just going to say, all these guys that people want to, they're saying, oh, all the fuck WWE fan people that are like, this person and this person and this person should all go. It's just like the people that say that all these people should get called up from NXT to the main roster, which is like, then what? What what right. happens when there's too many what? people there and there's no room on the card for them? Right. There's a lot of this. I mean, there's a, there's, yes. there's a lot of these issues, and they're going to be issues. And again, all the same things that I bring up, right now, Turner's not really even involved, right? Like... There even hasn't been a moment where an executive at Turner or Warner or whatever you want to call it, has a Time Warner has said, "By the way, we really like this guy. We'd like to and see if a wanna, Goldust yeah. is on the card. Push him. Yeah. And we, if we you want to know what a clusterfuck that, that is, there's a book that you can read all about it about the end of um, WCW Monday Nitro right. called yeah. Nitro Book, and apparently focuses heavily on, focuses heavily on the network side of. Yes, it, it, it's a great book, by the way. It's it's all it's almost written entirely like as oral histories. It, it's great, and, and, but um, yes, and that shit's I mean, gonna that, happen. Like yeah. that's that, that's this is the way the industry works. Now, again, none of this makes it bad. None of this right. makes it a problem. This is a good thing for the wrestling business and for wrestling fans. This is. Uh, a, I think we're all three saying we want this thing to succeed. We, uh, we how want it anyone to succeed. And you know what? I think it will succeed to a degree. Question is what degree? Right, correct. I, 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 I'll, I, I, again, the only way that I have evolved a little bit is I am not as quick to think that this is a one year and done company. I'm no. not. I'm not. Now, if you made me bet that they last closer to one year or closer to five years, I'm still not sure whether, which way I'd be ready to go. Like if I had to put T- money, TNA down, is still around. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth. But but TNA but, also didn't want to be something that it wasn't. Well, at one point it did. It did for about a week, and then it realized it couldn't be that thing. I right. don't. I don't yet know enough to know if Tony Khan will sit on this thing for a long time. If it's not like a legit moneymaker, if right. if it's just a thing for a little while, does he sort of get bored with it and say, "Yeah, we gave it a shot. We had a little bit of fun." But well, Dean Ambrose and the interview says that he believes Tony Khan is a bigger wrestling fan than Vince McMahon. But that doesn't mean he, you know, he's a wrestling fan. Does that doesn't does that mean he has an infinite? Uh, a pocketbook he's willing right. to No, but that's, it, it, important, it, it, but that's an important part oh, of it. It absolutely is. It means he doesn't want to lose. They could right now be saying, because I'll tell you, when you start a music festival like Bonnaroo, you have a five to seven year plan, basically, where that festival doesn't make one dollar right. profit. And, that, and, that's, and that's not right. unique to the music festival. That's you, that's typically, like most companies, somebody would say, the, you've got to be... That's pre- my whole point. To so this guy something. probably has a five year plan or something, to, sure. or whatever it is. Nobody... 
I think people that aren't serious about something are the things that get canceled after a year. Well, it's it's, it's difficult to say that. I don't I don't think for a second that Charlie Ebersol wasn't serious about trying to make the football league work. I think he was dead serious on trying. He to wasn't make serious enough to work. lose millions and millions well, of dollars, though, which right. is what these other people do knowingly going in. You know, but at some point. The smartest businessmen are the ones that say, yeah, you know, like, I, sure, I had every hope to not do this, but I'm not going to sit back and just piss away money if I don't see something turning to get to the point where right. I want it to get. And it's stuff that we couldn't possibly see coming right now. Today, everything's rosy, right? Like, why wouldn't it be? Everything looks great for them today. But today is a long way away from where this looks two years from now, and I don't know where this is going to look for two years from now. Again, I immediately, whenever any of these things come up, I bet on all of them lasting a year. I just do, because the majority of them do, right? Like, right. Um, MLS has survived. Uh, you know, I, I, I love Paul Rabel, the lacrosse player. I think he's amazing. But if you ask me to bet on his new lacrosse league, how long it's going to last, I would say a year. Because but that's the wrestling ones mostly have survived. But no. Yes and no. I mean, it, it depends on... No, mostly. You know, most of them have. Well, what do you mean most of them? Like, are you talking about most of the ones that have TV deals in Silly? Or are you talking about most... Because most wrestling companies don't. Right. Most of the national brands that have come out have survived. Sure. But most most national brands also generally have have major backing, which is the big plus to this. Well, it's no, like, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. So do all these yeah. companies that Glenn is talking about. But that's yeah. a sporting league is a whole different thing than wrestling. Wrestling fans are more inept or, or more – what's the word I'm looking for? More <laughs> likely to watch other wrestling than a football fan is to watch some other shitty league. Yeah. Um, Dude, a thousand times more. It's not even close. I mean, don't well, even I, dispute I, I, that. I, I, this no, is this is unique. True. And to be fair to to both yeah. sides, like this is a very unique situation. We have never had a wrestling company with zero background of any kind immediately come in and get on national TV like this. Does that ever happen? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair to say it that it, way. Wait, TNA didn't do that. No, TNA, TNA was on. Yeah, they were on, on i small local channels and yeah. i pay per view for years. Yes, I mean it was it was a very long time before you could see TNA on a weekly TV show. So they exist. They sorry, they existed a long time before they had their TV. Correct. They were yes. They were a well flushed out machine. It, it, went, it, it went from they they were on i pay per view for a few years, then they were on like what, what is i pay per view. It like was, it was, it was on paper. Like you could buy ten dollars weekly pay per views. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess it, it was regular pay per view. It wasn't I pay per view back then, but uh, for like two or three years they were on that. Then they were on like like you would catch them on Comcast Sportsnet at two a.m. Yeah. Like that. That's kind of the station or the or the local whatever. <clears throat> then eventually, um, was it Spike at the time or TNN or whatever it was at the time? Yeah, it was Spike. Came in and gave them. Well, could the you watch like it? In, in, could you watch it in Maryland? Yeah. At, at like two a.m. <laughs> I know. I'm just. I'm, I mean, I'm. I guess my point is it's a shitty channel, but they were on national television. No, that, no, they was, weren't on national saying. television. It, so how they could you watch on, it in Maryland? You would have to watch a local channel syndicated. in Maryland. It was syndicated. Right. But that's still national television. WWE was in syndicated, in syndicated No, television. it was There wasn't a single time you could watch it. You could watch it at 2 a.m. in Maryland, and maybe you could watch well, it in not, Pennsylvania, maybe, or... You know, sometimes it would skip states. It was. It, it wasn't. Was just, yeah, it, it was, wasn't on in every market. It was market. not a big thing. It was on in a few markets. I'd say it was big, but it's on versus not being on, right? Eh, eh, eh. I mean, WWE Superstars. Okay, but right. And what is WWE Superstars? No, whenever we were little, it was a syndicated show. Yeah, but there were only six channels then. Like, I'm, just say, I'm just saying. Most, yeah. most people did not were not all that aware of TNA until they got the TNN deal. 
Yeah, overwhelming. That's well, of course. Overwhelming. Of course not. Overwhelming. <laughs> I mean, yeah. but, but that's what I'm saying. Is like, this is the first time we're getting a startup getting on TNT. Straight to TV straight channel. to a huge channel. Right. Yes. Right. Okay. And with and with major events like this is not something that existed before. It it is uncharted territory in that aspect. And again, I have I have cooled on my. I, I still, the business end is ultimately going to be what decides this. As a wrestling company, it's going to go through the same things that every other wrestling company goes through. It, you know, like they're not going to be fallible from or infallible from all of the other things that every wrestling company deals with. That, exactly. They, that's the absurdity we- that wrestling fans don't want to deal with today because today it's all cheery and roses and exciting. But inevitably. Well, do you know what's very interesting, Glenn? I, th- I think the biggest thing is going to be when they don't only have to produce one event every four months. Or every three months, or whatever right. it is, um, you know, everybody can can point at. I think one of the most ridiculous things I've seen someone saying. What what was the first all in attendance? Uh, it was over 14, something, no, or, something you, like you know, 12 to 14. And people were saying things like, WWE hasn't sold 14,000 tickets. It's like, you have to understand that this is like WrestleMania, right? Like, these events are people traveling. These are, sure. It's one thing that everyone yes. can, can hone in on. What's going to happen when they have to do that every week? Oh, it's a huge uh, question. Well, no question. If they're going to do it. Like, we still right. we don't know so much about this. Well, I think, th- have they said that their show is live or not? They no, they, they haven't. They we know nothing about it. So it they, probably isn't. Again, right? all, right. but they, yet they use the phrase live matches. They use the phrase live matches when they okay. announced it. But that doesn't mean anything. Like, we don't know what that means. We still don't know. Are you doing a live TV show in a studio every week? Are you doing a live TV show in in, in a town every week? Are you doing... Uh, you know, are you are you taping? Like, are you Cody's basement live every week? Like, right. Is, you, is, you, know. is the, you know, is this TNA? Are you going to have a, an all elite zone? Right. Like, are you, are you, you know? gonna are you gonna tape other segments throughout the week and then every Tuesday night invite people to come to the studio in Jacksonville and you know it's not the whole show will be there but there will be you know a couple of matches that make the show there like I there's so much that we still don't know and frankly that they might not know yet. That they're still right. trying to figure out at this point, and that's not a problem. Like, like this is still—they've got time, and it's the infancy of this, and they got to. It's very hard to out. judge without knowing all that stuff, right? right? Well, right. and that's why it's stupid to judge now. Right. Yeah. Correct. Right now. Yeah, I, right now. I, yeah. Cool. It's it's a cool thing right now that I'm. Yeah. I, Super cool. Yeah. yeah right? Every everything they've done so far, with the exception of Cody doing the throne thing, everything they've done so far is what they should be doing. Yes. Like even as far as, and, and I saw some people complaining about this, but. Having Jericho win the match so Jericho can put over Adam Pate, presumably. Put of course, over Adam was the Pate. right move. And, and I told and you guys last week Jericho dis- was winning, and you all said I it was dis- crazy. I still disagree with that. I think Kenny Omega should be no, their first champion. But but if you're if the idea is well, we want Jericho is not the champion, right? I know he that. Just won well, the he's match. fighting for the but, title. But he's yeah, he gets title. to face Page. But now if the, for the idea title. is we want Adam Page, you know, yes, people know these guys. We want Adam Page to be on their level. The way to do that is to have him beat Chris Jericho. I, I but what if the Moxley thing makes us the fatal four way? I, no, I, I, I think I think they're keeping him away from it for a little while. He's going to be an attraction. Now he'll get there eventually, and probably not too soon. But I think you know, at all in, or at all out, I assume it's going to be Omega versus Moxley, and at all out, it'll be Jericho versus Page, and then he hit both you go. guys. There, but what did what was the brawl? The brawl was Omega. And Moxley, like that's the match. They yeah, were but teasing. Jericho's still talking shit on social media about Moxley too. But, so but, I, but I mean, well, first of all, he can't face Moxley at all out. He's facing well, Page at all out. We know well, that. We know what the match is. Well, but right. we don't know exactly it. when it could be. Right, Brandon yeah. saying they could do a four way. I get what you're saying. I, I again, 
Look, ultimately, that's fine. I, I think Kenny Omega should be their first champion. I think he's their superstar, and they should be throwing themselves behind him as their superstar. That's what I think they should be doing. He's the guy. He's the guy. It's not – I think that's the perfect way to do it. I like Adam Page. He's fine. He's not Kenny Omega. Kenny no, Omega. No, he's not, but, but if you want to try to rate – I have no pro- – look, anytime you, you're saying – okay, we're not just going to rely on the established guys. We're going to, from the very beginning, right. try to raise these guys up. I think that's a great idea. I'm never going to complain about that. I, I, while I, in, in theory, I agree with what you're saying, I would say that that's the answer. To, that's why Omega is the answer, that, that you're, you're saying he's an established guy, and to a certain percentage of the world, he is. But to a certain percent of the world, he's not. And, well, this... I, I, and I think you can have him chase. I think he's your first big chaser. And it could be the belt makes the guy thing where they come into the national television audience with really four main event superstars instead of three. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Um, there you go. When we come back in, we're going to talk about what happened in WWE this week. So wait, can we all agree on one thing at the end of this segment though? What? We're all watching this show when it debuts, right? Yeah, of course. 100%. What's I'm that probably... shit, Glenn? What in your voice? Well, like... I'm, I'm no, already... you're, that's ridiculous. No, no, you're no. Listen it. to me. This is not about them. This is about my struggle to watch this much wrestling in the course of a week. Like this is, it's going to be a tough thing to figure out what it is to just say I'm going to add two more hours of wrestling viewing to my week every week. I'm not sure. So the answer. I'll, I'll, I'll well, I didn't say every week. I said we're all watching the show well, when it well, debuts. The first week, right? Sure. Yeah. Everybody's going to watch the first week of it. There's no doubt that's, about that. That's what I'm saying. If it's a garbage show, I, I'm out. I will. You know? I will say right now. If you made me, you know, based on you know, look the the way the brand split's going, the brand split seems like it's going to be dead by the time this right. thing is. Like, if you tell me I watch instead of watching two WWE shows, I watch one WWE and one AEW. It's, I could absolutely see myself doing that right now. It's plausible. You know, again, we have to see where we are at that point, but that's that's plausible. If Look, they, you know, I keep saying, if they get to where they were before with the brand split, then obviously you just stop watching SmackDown. I just don't believe right. that's going to be the case because they're going to Fox. I don't think that's possible that they can do I, that I agree way. with you, but at the same time, they're going down that road. I understand. I, I, well, we'll talk about that in a minute, yeah. but I, I just want to say, and, and one thing I texted you guys that we haven't talked about as far as what another thing that, that AEW is going for them is DVR. I mean, right, yeah, there's but, a lot of wrestling, but you can watch it whenever the I, fuck you want, I, and I, you have a lot more free time than you think you do. It's just in weird places in your day. You say that, and, but I'm still struggling. I'm still struggling. Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, well, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm you specifically. Too, but gonna, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to prior- I'm saying this as a wrestling fan. I'm going to prioritize watching it early on. Now, if it doesn't, you know, if the TV show is not good, I will deprioritize it. Correct. I'm going to give it every. Uh, I'm going to give it every opportunity to shine. Oh, the first week I'll probably watch it live or very close to it. Yeah, uh, probably. After that, we'll see. Right. right. <laughs> All right. Uh, AJ says he's going to join us. So when we come back in. I, and I, I will probably be tagging out for AJ. Go, go F yourself. Uh, all right. Get your plugs in. Uh, follow me on Twitter at VA Oster. Follow us on Twitter at Jobby Out Show. Listen to me, NBC Sports Radio, the Daily Line, 3 to 7, Eastern every day. And if you don't have one of the NBC affiliates, you can listen on NBCSportsRadio.com or the NBC Sports Scores app. He is Aaron. He's Brandon. Uh, AJ joins us next. I'm Glenn. This is Jobbing Out. The latest edition of PressBox is available now on the cover. Luke Jackson dives into the options the Orioles have with the number one pick in the MLB draft and the significance of them picking number one for just the second time ever as they're in the throes of a rebuild. Plus, Bo Smolka looks into the Oklahoma connections developing for the Ravens after using two of their first five picks on former Sooners for the second year in a row. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the 
entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. All right, back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Aaron Oster has ducked out, but look who just decided to roll in. He is... The main event. Yeah, nice of you. Yeah, this is my first segment, so I got to do it. Yeah, right. No, I understand. I understand. Nice of you to join us, pal. Not like we, uh, not like we planned the time yesterday or anything like that. Did you call me? I did a few, a few times, in fact. Let me go check to see if you're full shit. Hold on. Yeah. 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 Go ahead and check that. Uh, one twenty-seven. No, I. Well, wait, I called you, like, from my cell phone, yeah. I called you no, on Skype. No, this is from Skype, 127. No, I'm I called you on Skype, no. like, five times. I'm looking at it. Uh, so, that that shows you that, so that shows you that I didn't miss it, that it's not my fault, because I didn't get no calls yeah, from you. Yeah, that's, that's lying. That is a lie. And Hang on a second. Literally, literally. Wait, wait, wait. I, I can, think I'm I can. I'm going to send you the screenshot right now. I think I'm I can send pull it to up. The group chat. Let me see if I can pull this up. Oh, recent calls. Ooh, I can. Today at oh I see what it does it takes the time that we ended the call it doesn't tell you when you called it just shows you the time the call but it would ended. still show all the times you called if I would have got no them. it wouldn't because I called you while we were on the call with everybody else oh I just dumped you all so I could I could look at this other call. all right whatever I I fuck for fuck's sake all right just move along um anyway what are we doing here we're doing oh the show oh hang on a second um uh, so AJ's here Aaron's gone I'm Glenn and. <clears throat> <clears throat> I have been asked to read the following intro. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the man that knew Lacey Evans would be a success on the main roster. The man who picked Johnny Gargano over Adam Cole when everyone else stupidly picked... Co- I hate him already. The man who is kicking Kansner's ass and Baltimore's favorite son, who's also a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, Brandon Linton! Great job. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, let's get into the week that was in WWE. Uh, we are going to try to make some NXT picks before we get out of here. Um, but uh, I guess we start by telling me uh, – ask your question, AJ. Who had the best match in WWE this week? That's a good question. There, there's some good ones this week. I thought so too. I have one answer. What is it? Ricochet and Cesaro. It was really that's good. definitely in there for me. I, you know what? I don't know that I'm going to come up with one that's better than that. I, you know what? The, the, and the, truly the amazing part of that is you had really high expectations for it. and yet, So high. Yep. And yet it completely managed to live up to it anyway. <laughs> and it was the second match, and it was much better than their first match. Um, yeah, they fought last week, too. Right. But this was better. I'm, we're not going to do better than that. I'm good with that. Go ahead and make it the answer. Wait, can I get? Oh, that's go cool. Ahead. Yeah, go that's, I, I'll go with that. But I do want to give a match an honorable mention, though. Okay. Um, okay. It was, and and like give me, give me a little bit of a break here because I'm on my medicine right now, so it's hard for me to remember things. So I need to look it up. But there was a match I definitely wanted to tell you about. Oh, all right. It was it was Seth Rollins and someone. Uh, Seth Rollins had a match with. Oh God. Oh God. Hang on. Uh. Oh, for, oh my god! Sammy Zayn, it was great. You. Thank you. Yes, 
It yeah. was very, very good. It was very good. I don't think it was better than uh, Ricochet. No, 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 no. Um, I, I mean, I tweeted about Cesaro and Ricochet and said I wanted them to fight every week. Right. Yeah. Um, that match was incredible. Would you rather see Cesaro fight Ricochet every week or Rey Mysterio ah, fight? Ah, you see, this isn't a problem. Ooh, this isn't a problem. Four way. No, no, Can we no. get that? We've already, yes. We've already Dude. split off. I need that more than I need air. This is where you're wrong. We've already split off. Ray and Andrade are just going to be their own show every week. They're not even on WWE programming anymore. I forgot we gave them their own network special. Right, correct. Every week, Ray wrestles Andrade at 7 o'clock on on Thursday nights. That's By the way, can we talk about how hard my dick is uh, for that uh, Andrade-Finn Balor match? It's not going to suck. Oh, my God. What, the demon? Yeah. You know what that's going to happen, by the way? Uh, Andrade's going to be the first person to beat the demon. No, I said you know where that's going to happen. Oh, where is uh, it? Yeah, where is it? At, the, at the Volkswagen Jetta at dealership. At the Volkswagen in Jetta Stockholm. Museum. That's exactly right. It could be anywhere. It's happening in Jetta. By the way, also credit them for like toning back the WrestleMania thing after they realized how absurd it was. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed. They that still not, ran the commercial, but they ran it with different wording. I don't know if you. Call uh, it. They had the one with the WrestleMania. No, no, they included WrestleMania, but instead of saying um, that some people believe could be as good, if not better than. They just toned it to like WrestleMania comparable. They toned down the word. You mean on the on the live reads throughout every, the entire thing? They did the same. Oh thing no! In the but spot. that commercial was exactly the same that they ran the Goldberg Undertaker commercial. Uh, maybe I don't remember. Okay, you have to. But, but the they, but the Michael Cole stuff was toned, toned way. They down. toned it down. I, they still mentioned it, but they toned it down because of how absurd it was, which actually kind of disappointed <laughs> me because I loved it so much. Um. All right. So a few things to get to. Um. One, I. I <laughs> I actually loved the way that they did things with Brock. It was unbelievably great. Yeah, and it's and I can't believe people haven't realized what the what, how he's going to use it. What do you think? Oh, triple threat for the belt, both belts at SummerSlam. I said that last week. I wasn't here when you said that. Oh, you weren't here. Um, I'm fine with that. If that's the answer, I'm fine with that. Um. I again, I you know, look. I said how I feel about the belts thing. Like they they have a problem. They only seem to know what to do with belts. So I'm not in favor of them putting belts together. I, just, I think yeah. I think I think this is still going for the long haul. And I think they confirmed that Monday with the way they did it with the contract and everything. I think I think uh, bare minimum SummerSlam to first SmackDown. I, I think that this this is a good device for Brock. Because he's only around so much, and I think it's a way to keep him around without him being like having the title, which I think pisses everyone off. People are starting more, to like this, you know. More, more important than keeping him around, it's going to keep Heyman around. Yeah, yeah. and it, well, but also this is turning the fans a little bit. In a Not good a little way. bit. Brock's over. No, no, no. But I mean, the people that were like booing when he won, I think some of them are back. Well, again, you know what I mean? We no, like Brock is. Bro- I need to understand with this boombox, Brock is one of the it's, best. Oh, hundred percent. It's part of the boombox. It's the, also but the asshole people that will never be okay with it. Even even some of them, I think, are, are like, oh, this boombox thing is entertaining. You guys, know? again, what's the biggest problem with Brock Lesnar? Why do people boo him? He's cool because he's not there. Oh, 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 oh. I thought you meant the, the problem with him being healed. Sorry. No, no, no. The, the, the biggest problem, the reason why people started booing Brock Lesnar is because he he wasn't there. He stole the belt. Because he beat and, Undertaker. Well, but now he's been on like four and shows And that's the, the point. Like now weeks. he's on the show again. Like we're inclined right. to like Brock Lesnar because he's fucking Brock Lesnar. He's amazing. When This when, boombox shit, dude. If, if, I don't know if this was on purpose. I mean, it is now. But I don't know if he just did that last week and they you ran You know what's funny? It. Guess what he is now. 
Uh, what? A Beastie Boy. Uh, <laughs> Dude, there's so much to do with this, and the fact that they put the speakers on the oh, on the briefcase. Incredible. It's incredible. And they work. Yep. And they had the fucking shirt out within like a week, six days, I think. No, no, no it's excellent. Uh, the other step that I'll go is I, I couldn't believe, like, I, I, I guess Aaron tried to claim that he wasn't as incredulous about it. Like, Aaron tweeted out um, something like, Brock's just now figuring out how the contract works. That actually, like, it makes sense. Really He's makes not there. sense. He doesn't give a he fuck. Right. He, he doesn't shows sh- up and beats people up. Brock Lesnar has no idea how the money in the bank contract works because why the fuck would he have ever cared about the money in the bank contract in his life? Well, I mean, it did get cashed in on him though. Yeah, but he didn't know that like you could cash it in. It for was a like year. it was like that. It was like a month later though. Was it like or a few months later? Was it like he would know that he had a year or whatever? You know what I mean? It, it actually makes sense that he didn't know that you had an entire year because he's not supposed to care about this shit. He just shows up and kicks ass. So for him to not know that he had a whole year to cash it in is a plot point that actually works. And I kind of loved, like, I love the idea that they played it off that way. It got people to tune in. Everybody thought he was going to announce that he was going to cash in at Super Showdown. And again, it is a little bit weird that we, like, Brock Lesnar doesn't have a match right now for Super Showdown. Like that but part, he's advertised. Right. So this plays to AJ's. Right. That part, that part's a little bit weird. Um, but, like, everybody assumed he was going to announce that he was going to cash in at Super Showdown, which would have been a disappointment because, again, it would have gotten rid of the briefcase. And, like, why in the fuck would you want to get rid of the briefcase right now? The briefcase is marvelous. It's, it's pure magic. So you tune in to see whether or not he's going to cash in for Super Showdown, then you dance around it, and then have him storm out and say, I didn't know I had a year. To-. It was awesome. That was, that was great. Yes. I, I was like, and the fact that we got two segments out of him. Right. Like, that's a ten and a half, man. I'm fully <laughs> on board for that. And I don't know what do you just throw him in your fucking fifty man battle royal because that would be it would be a good spot for him. And it's non threatening, and obviously it, it's irrelevant who wins the thing. So you could just have him win it and have it mean nothing. Not irrelevant. Braun Strowman winning that catapulted him. <laughs> obviously, obviously, as you can see, his oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so I'm I'd be fine with that. Like I'd be fine if that's what they do with him at Super Showdown. But can you um, believe that the list of people who cashed in the Money in the Bank and didn't win? Is Damian Sandow, uh-huh. Baron Corbin, and John, John Cena. Cena, John Cena, and then randomly John Cena and Braun Strowman? Like, what a switch! Uh, yeah, it's um, it's different. You're not wrong about but that. That's good. That's a good thing because that means you don't really. I mean, we all take for granted this person's going to win the title. But True. if you bring that up every time, like if you have Michael Cole who's say that, the, we should have a bet of who's going to be the first girl to ruin it. My money's on Sasha because they just disrespect her. Well, the question is, is Sasha still going to be there? Yeah, they even respect her enough to let her win it. Um, I, I, I don't know, but I think, well, whatever. We don't get the let's let's stay on. You know, track. unfortunately, I, I think I think we know the answer is going to be Ember Moon. I think unfortunately, yeah, we know that we'll I think you're probably right about that. Um, um, look, although I, I I think I think that would be a good spot for Ronda to come back, but but we. Talk about that some other day. Um, so what we end up getting out of this is we do have two title matches for Super Showdown, and I think we would tend to agree that that there's not much of a threat in either one of them, right? Like, there's not really much of a threat of the either. Only one I will. The only one I will say. I I don't believe Baron Corbin is winning. I think that Ziggler thing. It feels like a one-off, but. That could go either way for me. I mean, you could easily give Ziggler a one-month title run. Yeah, right, and feud with right, exactly. Like you could have Kevin Owens help Ziggler win or something. You know, like you could easily do something like that. 
I don't think they do, but I I think that's a 50-50 for me. I don't think it's a complete no-brainer because I don't think they have so many plans for Kofi Kingston that it's Seth Rollins is a different story. Clearly he's going to SummerSlam. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> I don't feel the same way necessarily about Kofi. I just don't know I don't know why I don't. I just don't. I mean, I could understand the argument that if, for example, you want Roman Reigns going after that belt, that you need to get it on a heel. Um, right. You know, I can I can understand that argument. I don't know that Roman Reigns, Dolph Ziggler feels like a. Some... I I'd like that. I like that. It feels Look new. Who's shooting on? Who are you, Aaron? Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, it's not. Here we go. It, it's, Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam all no, over no, again, not, and no, uh, stop, Glenn stop, is shitting on him. Now Glenn is the hater. Whoa! 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 When, when Aaron said, when Aaron said Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins shouldn't be at WrestleMania, you called him a hater. Now it was, it was, it was, it was Dolph I mean, Ziggler, Summer Randy Orton at yeah. SummerSlam. Yeah, right? Summer that was what it was. And that, but now, now and all again, of a sudden Dolph Ziggler was not good enough no, to but face he was, Roman Reigns. He was very, who, you, who you don't even like. First of all, <laughs> that's not true. That couldn't be further high from five, the truth. High five, AJ. The fuck is going on here? I have no idea what just happened. Oh, well, we were both God. going in for it. He's, he beat I mean, me to I it. I have no words to describe what just happened here. But Aaron uh, 100% would have said that. Um, yeah, I mean, but yep. again, I think there's two. I think there's a twofold there. What I'm saying isn't really about Dolph Ziggler. It's about whether or not you genuinely believe Dolph Ziggler is going to be around for four months. And if you do, if you think that's the case, then fine. Go with that. I don't think that I believe that Dolph Ziggler is going to be around for four months. Now, I'm for here's it. Where, here's where there's an asterisk. He's around as, lo- as long as they want him around, which I'm— that is that where you're coming from? Like you don't know if they even want him around. For I don't. I have no idea. I don't. I don't know how to explain what their relationship is with Dolph Ziggler at this point. It seems like when they call, he's available. Right. That's what it seems like it is. But the word was that he was the one that wanted to step away originally in order to do more with the comedy. That he was. Which the one he has. Said, he's been gone for six months or so. And if, and if that's all it is, if he just said, "Look, I did that and I'm good now," then fine. But. I, and again, if they if they lured him back by saying we're gonna give you a run through fucking SummerSlam with the belt, then yeah. No, I mean, they probably just lured him back saying, "Hey, you want two hundred grand for yeah, one match?" But it's not as if they weren't gonna be paying him Boku money for him to be around in it at WrestleMania. Like they you were, were right, but he was gonna he's still gonna make more at Jeddah. Well, okay, that's part and that and, part. And by true. the way, he was in town WrestleMania weekend, so if they would have called him and said you're in the Rumble or the Battle Royal, he would have been there. You know, probably. I, I again, I just the whole thing is really weird, man. And AJ, I'm with you. I, like, I think the most likely scenario is they called him and said you can get a huge payday for one event, and he said, okay, that sounds pretty fucking good to me. I can. Sounds like go- what I'm trying to do with. With comedy, right? Let's, I can. I can go back. And or, do what the if, same or what if they said, "Here's a bunch of money for a program." And if that and again, you, that that's a totally different thing. I don't know. I think the easiest deduction that somebody could make is, "Dude, you got to work for two weeks, and you're gonna get an absurd payday out of it." And of he course. says, "Okay, cool. I'm really happy to go do that." Is it possible that they went to him and said, "Hey, you're gonna work for four months, and you're gonna get a one absurd payday and another pretty good payday out of it?" Like, yeah, you know, like that sounds like something that he'd be inclined to do. But I just don't know. I'm so confused by what the relationship is between Dolph Ziggler and the WWE that I don't know how to read into it. So, again, I'll go back to I would be surprised, but I, the, the scenario that you paint isn't a bad scenario. It's I'm totally fine with that if that's what you're doing. If you're saying, we do this to get the belt off of Kofi so that it's on a heel and we have a, t- a, a, a heel to carry the belt in to face Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, good with that, right? I'm completely good with that scenario. I would just be surprised by that being Dolph Ziggler now like that that that's weird to me that it would be now having not been for the last few months but whatever i mean again i'm good with it if that ends up being the case i think i think it makes i i I like it if they do that and i think we'll get a good match out of him and roman 
And I think that's new territory for Roman because that's not really, I mean, they probably have had a match, but it just feels, that feels new, at least in the title picture. Yeah, I don't remember them, the two of them working a main event program, a major main event program before. Because here's the problem. Like, if it's not Dolph, who is it? Because it's not going to be Kofi if it's Roman, right? Like, if it's if Roman's fighting for the title, it's not going to be against Kofi. So now we're back to, like, Randy Orton or something, which is what I'd rather it not be. No no offense to Randy Orton. It's just, we've seen R- Roman and Randy, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still, I mean, I'm not... I'm not going to be angry about it if that's no. The it would be it would be fine. I just I just kind of like those matchups where you're like get, oh I, like I, like the other I night with Seth and Sammy. Right. that felt cool because it was fresh. like I don't feel like I've seen this a thousand times. Right, you know? but I would say the same thing about Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that would be you, you great. Know, I, would, I didn't even think about Kevin Owens. Yeah, I would yeah. I would dig Roman Reigns Kevin Owens. Um, if that's what you're yeah. doing, if that's what you're doing for SummerSlam, I would I would like that a lot. Um, all right, what else from actual programming this week that we need to cover? Um, so I like the, I like what they're doing with Nikki Cross. Yeah, I actually did that like that. Ele- yeah, her, her looking at the belt afterwards. I, I was going to say, we, we guess we need to talk about the Charlotte. That, that was, that was very weird to me. What happened with Charlotte and Lacey? I didn't. On SmackDown or on Raw? On SmackDown. I, yeah, let's, can we let's go through Raw and then SmackDown? And all, then, they're all on the same show. Yeah. I don't know how to separate the two anymore, man. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's why I said that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't separate Raw and SmackDown any longer. It's, it's just what happens. I will say this. I think it gives them a place to go when, not if, when Charlotte is no longer in the title picture. Because I think it's time for her to not be just for a little minute till she comes back and wins at WrestleMania or win, whenever she wins her 10th title. But I think this is a good time to hit pause on her title and then you can put her and Lacey in the tag team picture and you've got a perfect tag team you've got okay the but lady then, and the queen but explain right? to me why so you don't think that was that what happened at the end of that match was one of them turning you think that well was, okay hold on I, I was there a match oh you don't you don't know what happened i only got to the segment where they had tea and all that shit yeah there was a match on smackdown and at the end they turned on each other Oh, I didn't see but that. But they didn't. Do so then it. that's so that's kind of like but, leading to maybe a triple threat or four way for both titles. But or that, something. but again, it sets up a couple of weird scenarios. They didn't do it in a way that painted one of them as being likable in the process. Mm-mm. They did it in a way that they and that makes sense because you'd want them to remain heels if they're both working, you know, against Bailey, right? Or right, you know, like I. Boy, Lord knows. I don't well, you, know well, you still have to keep. So you have to keep Charlotte and Bailey and Becky and. Lacey, and then if they're going to do both titles, you could do a four-way, but they still have to kind of keep them in their worlds, even though they're breaking all the rules and everything. I don't know. I just don't know anymore, man. I really don't know what you have to do any longer. I don't know. Well, let's wait till we have a pay-per-view match where it's someone from another brand going for a title from not their brand, because right now they have not done that. They've had people fight. Wait, didn't didn't the Usos face Daniel Bryan? And it wasn't for the titles. I thought we that just definitely wasn't a not. That was definitely not on the on the. I'm not talking about on SmackDown or Raw. I'm talking about on on the the pay per view. -view. It was non-title. Okay. It was non-title on the pay per view, but it was for the titles on SmackDown. But it was the titles were in abeyance or whatever. The absurdity of all of this. Abeyance is a word that I haven't heard in a very. That's a that's a good point. Well, I like to say it because they randomly said it, and it was the most ridiculous thing. So I always like to bring it up whenever uh, a I, title is uh, baking. I don't know what to make. Uh, dude, I am so – I don't know what to make of it. I, I I thought it was a cool moment, but then I was confused by it because it felt, it felt like it was possible that instead of trying to turn one of them, it was just nothing more than 
let's, you know, create some amount of strife to remind everyone that, like, they're not going to be together forever. And, like, they could still be cool again next week, right? It could just be we were super competitive and in a moment, like, it was a... While they're in the title picture, I think it's a fine way to play it. But I think it gives them a place to go. Like, we, you know, I always talk about, I know you guys disagree, but I always talk about how there's, like, that, there's that upper echelon of who's fighting for the titles. And then there's the next step down. It's not to say that these people are bad or they should be there. I just think it's the way it's positioned on the show. They're the ones telling me this. I'm not saying it. They're telling me that this tag team picture is a, a little bit of a step down from the title, the main title picture. And I think it's fine for Charlotte to do something like that for a couple of months. And if no, they do not. it, but if they do it, her, <laughs> no, it's but not. it could elevate the tag team titles. No, it's not. In a way that, why? Because she, because she can't always be in the title picture. Why can't she? Because it gets stale. It's going to turn into John Cena. You can't okay, have the same person. John Cena's great. John Cena's yeah, but John the Cena, Hall of Famer. John okay, Cena's but he also... A megastar. John, John Cena always takes a step amazing. down. How, when's the last time he's been in a title picture? Yeah, but John Cena's also like 40. But I'm just saying, it, it is refreshing like to have someone... doing movies. It, Charlotte's going to be around. But for the even when he was on the show, years. he was in the mid-card in the U.S. title. Like, it's fine to do that. It, those people yep. aren't going to lose nope. anything by doing that. Nope, nope. Nope, I'm not a fan of this idea. I mean, it Charles should be in the female main event of every show. You're, every you're, you're not going to get a legitimate answer from AJ about. Yeah, that's like a bullshit related, answer. Related from it's not like, a bullshit answer. I no, no, genuinely no, believe no, no, that, no. that Charlotte I, deserves to be in the main event I, every time. You I, know no why? one else. Because uh, who else has a better record in the main event? If you can find me anyone that has a better record in the main event, if you can find me two it's people that have show. a better, if you find me two people that have a better record in the main event. Than her, and I don't mean win loss record. I mean record of performing great matches in big situations. If you can find me two women on planet Earth that can do that, then I'll say Charlotte shouldn't be in the main event. Until then, Charlotte should be in the main event. I mean, I, I don't know why. If you br- it's, it's bring up Roman Reigns and see what happens. Come on, dog. You knew better. You knew better than this. You knew I what just you were think doing. it would be not, it would be good for the titles. Okay, just to have someone like that. Answer. I mean, you're right. It would be. It would. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying people get to take turns on this stuff. I don't want to see the same person in those title pictures every single month. You know, it it makes the show better when you've got. Okay, let's let's let Becky and Bailey be the champions, and they need different challengers. Like if they're going to keep the titles, they can't fight Charlotte every week. So like, they can. They can beat Charlotte every week. Every week. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You're just saying that to say it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, and, and I just think that there's so many people that they can run through and have a nice lengthy title runs. Especially Bailey really needs to hold on to this for a little while. I really she won't. She'll lose it. To yeah, the, you're right. But the, she should not. By the way, yeah, I, I just want to comment on the fact that you were giving me shit about the fact that I said I didn't know if I would have enough time to watch the AEW show, and you didn't even finish watching SmackDown. So I just want to. I just want to. I just realized. I was talking about one week. I wasn't yeah. talking about the whole I like have a, committing every week I to the show. A, I have a lot of wrestling to watch every week. I have a lot you're of right. wrestling to watch. Yeah, I missed. I, don't, I didn't see the last. I think yeah, I, I, 30, thirty-five I just, minutes of SmackDown. But you know why I didn't? Because I turned it off and listened to the Chris Jericho podcast instead. Well, when you, I then you're a weirdo. <laughs> you're, you're a bit of. A I weirdo. wanted to be able to talk about what Ambrose said uh, or what John Moxley said. All right. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know what else to comment on. How about this? How about what we is his it? real name? That's a good question. I actually genuinely don't know the answer to that question. Hang on. Look it up right now. I bet you it is John Moxley. If it's Dean Moxley, I'm going to lose my mind. That would be amazing. Jonathan Good. 
Jonathan Good? Jonathan Johnny David B. Good? Johnny B. Good. All right. How 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 tempted was Vince to make that his no name? No doubt. No doubt that was the case. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, when we come back in, let's make our NXT picks uh, as TakeOver is coming up on Saturday night. I had completely whoa, forgotten. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we talk about one other thing before we leave? Do we, oh, our truth because he's amazing. Yeah, we, we got to talk about, about Okay, two things then. The first thing we need to talk about is this four-way match they had that had some of the worst fucking promos I've ever heard in my life. Between and this speaks to a bigger problem with the Miz as a babyface, but that was awful. What what an awful babyface promo by the Miz. And then you had Bobby Lashley with like they had him figured out, right? They had Leo with him, and it was fine. Yeah. And no. now you have him talking again, right. saying things like. Why don't you burn that now, down, in, Seth? Yeah, in fairness, Leo kind of screwed that up. So, Well, true. Yeah. But, I mean, like, couldn't they just switch him to D- Drake Maverick or somebody yeah, that can I, talk? Yeah. I mean, God, God damn. Like, you've got these guys that are supposed to be four people that could, that I think legitimately can perform for the world title. And, they can't, like, The Miz is not a face, man. And we knew this was coming. Like... Glenn, you've been saying this since they turned. The crowd was hot for him like, during yeah, his whole comeback. He is. What are you talking yeah, about? I mean, no, no, like, no. The, the performing part is fine. The talking part is not. He's, like, he cannot cut a face promo. Well, he, it's bad. Yes, Look, he can. It was I, I, awful. I, did you see it? Right. I yes, dis- I did. I disagree even if, in theory. Even if it was awful, which it wasn't, it would still just be one promo yeah, in I, the sea of fantastic promos that no, he No, but go back to when he was a face before. He was awful then, too. Look, he, was a, he had a great promo's leading up to his feud with Shane. That's my point. After the Shane, then what? And this is what we've been worried about. Of course they're good against Shane. Shane's a piece of shit. Like, he's, he's terrible. Like, he's got lots to say there in the feud. Like, he's got the heat. There's Now that there's no heat, like, he's just cutting the regular babyface promo, and it's kind of like, ugh, like, Look, I, you know how I feel. The I, look, I think there's a middle ground here. I, I would agree with AJ in that it's not like the Miz can't cut a face promo. He can, and he's shown that before. But you over know, and over again. You know, by the way. you know how I feel. The Miz ultimately is a fucking it's un- much better. He's an heel. unbelievable heel, and I, I well, so's for- Ric Flair, so's fucking The Rock. But that doesn't make him like uh, not great as babyfaces. Those two people aren't. The Miz isn't even close to those two people. Uh, the Miz has main evented at WrestleMania more recently than uh, Ric Flair. So, uh, that part is true. Yes, that part is accurate. Um, all right. Uh, speaking of which, let me spend two minutes on Shane McMahon. Um, you oh know what? You know what? Gives, you know what gives me peace right now? You know what gives me peace <laughs> is knowing that somewhere in the world, no matter what else, there's a lot of crazy shit happening in the world right now, right? Like fucking. Yeah, Lord knows. Our, our Listen, pres- don't you disrespect um, Shane McMahon um, on Shane McMahon um, Appreciation Week. A lot week. of crazy-ass shit is happening in the world. But you know what we can set our watches by? Somewhere right now in the world, no matter what he's doing, Shane McBran- McMahon can't fucking breathe. <laughs> I, I, I have great sympathy to people that have medical issues, right? Like, if you have a medical problem, I have great sympathy for that. Perhaps the person that has a medical issue that if they fucking walk, they can't breathe, maybe isn't a person that should be cutting promos on a nationally televised wrestling program. My God. And By the then, way, how good was Aaron guessing 
who was coming out. Well, yeah, I, I don't know if you're yeah, following him on yeah, Twitter during good. Raw, but um, yeah, he, he was like, is this yeah. when Lance Annoy yeah. someone's going to come out and then he came out? Look, the stuff with Shane McMahon has been so bad for so long that it's hard to recognize like when it's gotten worse because like how could it possibly get worse? It, it's un. It's not just that he's not good right now because he's not. He's horrible. He's not. This character is very bad. It's. It, it's. You know, he's not a good performer, and it's absurd. Then you combine that with the fact that they're making it worse for him. Why ever, when you know he can't get through his sentences without having to catch his breath, when he hasn't just wrestled a match, would you ever think <laughs> it's a good idea? In the middle of a match, to have him get on a microphone, it, give him like three pages of dialogue. What are you doing? It's it's not that this is making again. As I said when I texted you guys the other night, the the entirety of this only makes me think. I have to pray that they think this is what keeps him as a nuclear heel forever. That he's so bad that he becomes so hated that. It keeps him with nuclear heat for eternity, right? Like, that's I, very meta, Glenn. I hope that's what's going on. What I fear is so much worse than that. That and they now have, you're dragging down Elias and Drew McIntyre with this so shit. It's so bad. All I could think is there's like you're sitting there. First of all, Elias was just 24/7 champion. So that's a good point. That's a good point. He was. Yeah, he, was. he is a very recent 24/7 champion. That's a very fair point. Um, it, it's it's that's bad, right? It's bad enough that they ha- those two guys have to stand there. While Shane McMahon, yeah. who is horrible at everything, is working this program, cut to the backstage area where fucking EC3 is an <laughs> extra in a in a side party. I, I I just give up, man. I give up. What the fuck is going on? End this. Put all of this out of, out of our misery. As I said before, it's comical that AEW was taking a shot at Triple H. We like Triple H right now. If you wanted to do this, there's an easy place to take a shot. Shane McMahon is terrible. He's horrible at everything. I don't even want to see him jump off anything anymore because I couldn't enjoy it any longer. We're not, it's not worth it. I'm not getting out of all of these weeks of misery of him being on television what I get out of one time that he jumps off something. It, it's, can I, can I it's tell you the one really great thing, though, that we got out of it? What? Our truth in the main event. Well, yes, that was great. You're right about that. Dude, our truth getting a rub from Roman Reigns is I, huge. I love that. I love everything about our truth and working with Roman Reigns. That's wonderful. I do. And not... I got retweeted by our truth this week whenever and, I tweeted and, that he is the best thing about wrestling. Uh, I, and that all of that stands. Everything about that stands. But Shane McMahon Glenn just got mad because you stole his bit to get an RT. Yeah, that's a good point, right? Like I've been sucking our truth's dick for about ten years, and I actually have gotten a few our uh, retweets out of it. Um, and even got an email from him, but yet not on this show. Womp, womp. Um, it's what it is. It's what it is. But yeah, it's so painfully bad with Shane McMahon. I just can't even. I can't even begin to fathom what's going on. Shane McMahon is so bad. All right, when we come back in, we'll make our uh, NXT picks. That's next. I'm Glenn. He's Brandon, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. This is Ross Grimsley with a reminder to all my baseball friends out there that I'm now part of the Press Box Podcast team. Catch my take on the O's and whatever's going on in this great game of baseball. We'll also touch base with some of my old friends and teammates. Tune in every Tuesday morning or listen anytime at PressBoxOnline.com slash Ross Grimsley Show.
So I'm only uh, one season into Shit's Creek. Uh, please tell me that the girl that works at the front desk sticks around. Yes, she does. Okay, that is good news. I don't know what it is. I am in love with her. Yeah, is, she's great. It is really weird, man. I am in love with that girl. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton, and... The main event. Yeah, AJ Francis, the Sausage Castle Wrestling Champion, Sugar Bear. Um, boys, there is... Uh, I totally forgot about it, and good on Brandon for catching me. Uh, there is a quote-unquote pay-per-view uh, this week as TakeOver 25 goes down in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, we're going to make our picks. As you know, we've converted this into, like, we're doing picks by quarters, and Aaron has sent me his picks, so I've got that. Um, only Guys, can, can I just say, like, how great is it that we realize on, say, Wednesday that we get to watch this on Saturday? That is true. Um, that does. This is like a, a yeah. Christmas in June. Yeah, it, does, it does make me happy that I had completely forgotten about it, and it will be pleasant to uh, sit down and enjoy that this weekend. Uh, all right, uh, so let's go through them. Five matches on this card, and we'll make it simple. Uh, can you tell me? Can you tell me what happened with the picks before? Oh, oh yeah, I lost. I lost. But like, remember, it's it's not because it's for the. I was like two picks worse than every. I think everybody was tied, and I was two picks worse for Four. Money in the Bank, if I remember correctly. So, um, Aaron, Aaron needs to give us an updated where we are. I guess that's the only one we've done so far for the quarter. So after this, we'll update it for the quarter is what we'll do. After this one, we'll get an update for the, uh, where we are. All right. Uh, five matches. The first one, uh, Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong for nothing at all. Matt Riddle, Roderick Strong. AJ, you are first. I'm going to go with, oh, I think that a tough one, right? I think that Undisputed Era gets involved and costs Matt Riddle the match. Um, so I'm going to go with Roderick Strong. This one, I think, Brandon, and, and I think the reason why this is particularly tough is you're trying to play out the entire night um, in picking this and, match. And angle going forward. Right. Like you're trying to do the math on you know, where this is going. And so if you believe that this is pivoting and you know, we'll get there with Roddy moving forward to something with Adam Cole – you know, he has to win. You say that, but I like in a weird way. He has to win if Adam Cole is losing, but I because that puts him in the power position. Except that I think angle. I think he could get his heat back. Like if let's just say that the story is they come out and they ultimately end up costing him in this match, he could end up getting his heat back at the end of the night, and it wouldn't have mattered that he lost the match. So, I, it's it's a tough spot. It really is a tough spot. Ultimately. I think that Roddy has got to be a big part of the equation moving forward, and he could use a big singles win, so I'm going to go with Roddy as well. Yeah, see, I have to pick Roddy with a dirty win. Um, it, 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 on its face, it's like Riddle's winning this match. In my, but then the more I think about it, and, 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 and Aaron always says sometimes the simplest answer is the right one, and, and I could be completely off and Riddle beats him. and you know. But I, I feel like Roderick Strong is, a, is probably – a main eventer going forward um, with with undisputed with a potentially face Adam Cole or something of that nature. So it's hard for me to pick him to lose here because I think Adam Cole is losing. Now, if I thought Adam Cole was winning the championship, I might go the other way on this, but then that would position Adam Cole to be in the heel role kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird. So I think I have to go with Roddy. All right. Um, Aaron Oster has gone with Matt Riddle. 
Matt Riddle is AO's pick. I guess I should be writing these down since Lord knows Aaron's not going to. AJ, remind me who you picked. I was the first person to I pick know. Roderick Strong. Roddy. So everybody's Roddy except for Aaron. All right. Um, very good. Next match. Uh, let's go vacant tag team titles. Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus the Street Profits versus the Undisputed Era, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish versus the Forgotten Sons. Um, I have this pick. Yeesh. Um, this one, you know what? I'm not going to overthink it. You have Undisputed Era win the <coughs> tag belts. You have the Undisputed Era win the tag belts. That's that's yeah. That I'm I, oh sorry, is it AJ? Uh, no, it's you. It can be you. So it's between for me. It's between Street Profits and Undisputed. I've got to go Undisputed um, just because I think that plays into the storyline better. Yeah, yeah. Although you could also make the argument that taking the them out of that title picture could make them more part of the other storyline. But I. I don't know. I think uh, let's go undisputed. Uh, Aaron, I'm, I'm going go to go undisputed as well. Even though it should be the Street Profits, it'll be undisputed. Aaron. By the way, but Aaron, I will pop hard if it's Street Profits. Aaron is way off the reservation. He has gone with the Forgotten Sons for this. I can see that uh, because they're a heel tag team. Right. Easy way to, to rebuild up the division is a strong heel tag team. It yeah, makes sense. I hear you. It really, you could let any of these guys win the titles. Really, I mean, you realistically, really... yeah, you could. For the North American Championship, the Velveteen. <laughs> Do we even have to go over this one? Yeah, the Velveteen Dream and Tyler Breeze. Go ahead. Velveteen Dream. D R E A M is. You know, like <laughs> if if Tyler Breeze is doing a run for a while, I could see an argument, right? Like, if can... he wins the title, I will go fucking crazy. But, but it's gonna and, and not because of dream, just because I want so much for Tyler Breeze to get back to where he was. Right. The problem um, being the the reason why you would do that is if you're positioning Velveteen Dream to go into the title picture and yes, I I don't think main roster. Or yes, that's also possible. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're there. I mean he could. I just don't think it's the right time. He he could go uh, at any have time. You seen and, him? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking you about You ever heard the, him talk on the microphone? No, 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 no. no. I'm saying he could go tomorrow if we're going off of that stuff. I'm going off of what's going on on the shows. Right. And I think it's it's better to wait for him. He could go tomorrow. I mean, there's a lot of guys I think. I think Ciampa could go tomorrow if he wasn't hurt. I think Adam Cole. I think Gargano. I think Velveteen. Matt Riddle. All of those guys could go up tonight if they wanted them to. Um, I just would rather them go up at a time where they're not cutting uh, – Creepy promos every week on SmackDown instead of wrestling. Oh, well, uh, I don't know. Just what referring. they have Alistair Black doing. Who, who are you referring to? I don't understand. That. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't so, um, so you yeah, know, but, but everybody uh, else is killing it, right? Like, obviously, EC3 is doing really well. So, like, you know, probably. right? That's why I mean. I mean, I, I think these guys are all better than him, um, and I think they have a clearer. Ca- I won't say better than him. That's not a right way to put it. But they have a clearer character, a clearer. Um, I kind of worry about Gargano, but I but but the other guys I think have a clearer path uh, with what character they have. I think EC3 didn't really know what they're doing with him and and just kind of signed him to sign him. I think it's clearer now that 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 is what happened, I, right? I don't want to talk. It's just going to make me angry. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, uh, it's a clean sweep. Aaron also, of course, took Velveteen Dream. Uh, the uh, women's championship: Shannon Baszler, Io Shirai. Uh, <laughs> 
AJ? This could That's be AJ. big. Oh, are you doing it? This could be big. If EO, I could see a situation where EO wins this match. Because, realistically speaking, if your plan is to get Ronda back before WrestleMania, and you want to work the whole horsewoman thing, right. you're going to have to have Shayna up before then. Yes. And there's enough time left that you can have her lose, work her little feud to try to get the belt back, get up, establish herself so that when Ronda comes up and they team up, it's like, holy shit, it's the evil mega powers of women. Now, part but, of... Yeah. Unfortunately... I don't know if Io Shirai is the person to do that. Mm, so I'm going to pick Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I. by the way, I'm, go- I'm going with Baszler as well. There's a couple things, by the way, in what you just presented. Again, I, I, how much Sasha weighs over this? You know, like, I, I don't know where you're at right now with whether or not you think that the four horsewomen thing can even happen. Because even if you think that Ronda is a possibility, where are you with Sasha? Um, who is a can, con- a con- can I pick Io by DQ? Yeah, I mean, but, you, like, you don't get... Like she would have to win one way or the other. Like you, you know. Well, you, that's what I'm saying. So if I don't have. She doesn't have to win the title. She just has to win the match, right? If yes, I pick her. Yes. I'm gonna pick Io because I think. Here's why. I think the other two members get involved, and I think we've got this for the summer, and I think that we're gonna get maybe them in a cage or something. I mean, this it's gonna set up maybe maybe a women's war games or something, with um with Shayna and the other two. Versus EO and someone I can't I couldn't tell you who, um, maybe that maybe they bring back Oscar and um, Kyra. Yeah, and, by the way, those and, and have the, them the, versus the horsewomen, which wouldn't suck. The Kabuki but, Warriors are just killing it, by the way. That 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 another one where they just <laughs> perfect timing, perfect timing, obviously on the Kabuki. But Warriors. Asi- aside from that, I I just think I don't think this program is a one and done. I think they're going to go through the next couple of takeovers with this because who else is there to that really you could oh, elevate. I mean, you could do I, Candace or someone. Oh, I just don't I, see. I think Candace is an option. I also think that they would consider trying to do a David Goliath thing with Casey Catanzaro. I, I, I think that's not. Yeah, her match was good that we saw. Yeah, I don't right? think that's in that's, person. Yep, it was. And I think that they think that she's a star. Obviously, she has, you know, name brand quality from having been on American Ninja Warrior and being so popular from that. I, I think that they will elevate Casey Catanzaro at some point. And she's also dating oh. Ricochet. Like, there's a lot going on for so her. I'm going to go with Io because I think they're going to show you that she can beat Shayna and then and then she's going to get attacked by the other two. So that's, that's, that's the way I think I see this going. But I could also see Shayna just beating her. But I'm going to go with Io since everyone else is going to pick Shayna. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'd be the only one. Aaron also picked Shayna. And finally, for, for the NXT Championship, Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole. Um, again, I I would love to see an Adam Cole title run, but if what we all think is going to happen is going to happen, then Johnny Gargano holds on to the belt. Adam Cole becomes a face, and we're moves into a program with you know Roderick Strong moving forward. I, like I just I think I think that's what's in the cards, and so I'm going to go with Johnny Gargano to retain the championship. So here's my question. Wait, it's my turn. Okay. You did. You skipped Glenn last time, but I didn't say anything. So oh, did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I know I was last last time. He went first last time. Wait, no, because you were first. No, you didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. I went first last time, and then he went and picked right, Yosharai. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't. Care. Oh, I thought Glenn had already picked Shayna. 
so blow me. <laughs> okay, sorry. Jeez. Yeah, somebody, make a, somebody make a pick. All right. You go go ahead, uh, AJ. Um, a nice guy. Uh, what I would like to say is that everybody thinks that this is leading to a feud between Adam Cole and Undisputed Era. I don't think that at all. I think that at the end of the match, Undisputed Era and Roderick are both going to have won their match, and I think Johnny Gargano is going to win this match, and the Undisputed Era is going to jump Adam Cole, leaving him defenseless and dead. We won't see him for a while, and then he'll show back up on the main roster. So you still think the same? Essentially, you think but the it's same, still the same thing we it's think. Just, it's just that just without feud versus him gone. Right. I don't think. I think if you're going to do the feud. I think we are mostly thinking a turn and not thinking about necessarily everything that's going to happen after that. Well, I mean, I, I do look for what it's worth. I do think it leads to a Gargano uh, and sorry, not a Gargano, a Cole and uh, Roderick feud. But I, you know, I, yes, ultimately we're speaking the same language as to what's going to happen on Sunday night. Yes. Correct. Saturday night. Yeah. Here's the thing that's crazy about this because of when this show is, and, and I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'll just say up front, I'm picking Gargano to win this match. But what, it gives me a little bit of pause because with what we think is going to happen, they could literally do anything because there's so much time. Because you've got War Games, you've got um, uh, whatever the SummerSlam takeover is. <coughs> you've got all this to get through, and and and, and, you're, and in your head, you're like, okay, so if Gargano wins, who who's who does he fight next? Um, is it you know if Cole goes to Roddy and undisputed? But if I like AJ's idea of Adam Cole being sort of disposed of, then you've got Roddy and Gargano, and that's when Cole can come back and cost him the match, right? If Roddy costs him the match or whatever, they beat him up or whatever happens. So, I mean, I'm going to go with Gargano, but I think it's really... I, this is why NXT is so exciting, because like they set up storylines that you can sort of see coming, but there's also so many things they can do with it. It's not like as, as I super I agree with obvious as some of the things that we see on the main roster sometimes. Right. Um, because you could make a case for either one of these guys winning this match. Like a, a real case. Like imagine, like, and also, here's another feud idea. Imagine we have uh, Undisputed Era win the tag titles. Roddy wins his match versus Matt Riddle. Cole wins the NXT title. And now Roddy's just jealous, and the other guys are jealous, and now yeah. it's Roddy versus Adam Cole for the NXT title. Okay. Well, and it's definitely one of the ways it could go, which is why I'm, I'm not so sure about my pick. Like, I've had that I thought that thought too. Like, so then that I forgot to say it, but like, if you have Roddy and Adam Cole, doesn't it make it worth more if it's for the title? Exactly. And, so that's, and that's where you're kind of like, okay, well, then how do they get there? Well, they have all summer to get there, and that's why anything could happen. It could happen now, or one of them could win the title in um, in July. You know, at the or at the next takeover, because the, they were going to want the big, big money match to be the weekend of SummerSlam, whatever those are. So, like, we've got an extra pay per view. You know, that they could do whatever the hell they want, knowing that some of these guys are going to have to be in war games. Um, but uh, and so it's kind of a throwaway in that sense. You don't have to have a title match, or you could. Um, it's just it's it's exciting. Just get to, to the point where you pick Johnny Gargano. That, what? Just get to the point where you pick Johnny Gargano. I already said that at oh, the beginning. Okay. All right, my bad. My bad. 
I just want to talk it through because I think these matches are very interesting. I, look, yeah. I agree with all of that. I just ultimately, you know, I, I, I'd still be surprised. I think that anything they could do, but I'd still be surprised. <coughs> it just yeah. doesn't. It doesn't seem like the time to to go a different route after you just gave Johnny Gargano the belt at your last pay per view. It just right, but he could also he could win and he could win it back with the Roddy. Like the, I guess my point is the Roddy screw job, whatever thing we think is happening or turn, could happen any time this summer. Because they've got three months of shows that they have uh, that they have to do something with. So, um, I mean, it was my whole argument for when Gargano beat Ricochet was like, okay, they've got two months to sort that out to get him back to Tommaso, and they did. They had Velveteen beat him on yep. TV. Yep. All anyway, true. all true, all true. All right, very good. Those are our picks. Let's get some plugs in. AJ, we'll start with you. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on all social media at AJ Francis four one zero. SCW coming up. I'm facing Bull James, the former Bull Dempsey of NXT. He's challenging me for my SCW title. Um, it's going to be a great show. We're really looking forward to it. Um, that's really the only thing I have coming up down the pipeline right now. Other than I'm just working on my album, getting ready to go on tour in July. Still waiting on Brandon to get back to me about booking us. It's cool. Don't worry about it, Brandon. And um, that's so and, awkward. And I'm and I'm and I'm here. You know, you know. I already got. I think. Oh, let me check the dates. I think I have twelve bookings. Brandon doesn't want to be the thirteenth. It's fine. But um, you have. Uh, you can follow. You can follow me on all social media at AJ Francis four one zero. Um, everything, Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, everything at AJ Francis four one zero. That is so deliciously uncomfortable. I love that. Oh my god, I love that so much. Uh, all right, Brandon. No, it's cool. It's just my boy doesn't think that I'm worth being booked. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Brandon, mm-hmm. Brandon, plug all the things that you have coming up that aren't AJ. <laughs> okay, so we've got. Oh, um, this is great. <clears throat> this is my favorite moment ever. So there's a couple of things that we do other than shows at Ramshead Live. We do shows outside with Power Plant Live as well. So we've got um, a country series coming up with Chase Rice on June 28th, Walker Hayes on July 19th, Justin Moore on August 2nd, and Cody Johnson on September 13th. That's a WPOC uh, concert series that we do outside on that stage. Um, we also have on that stage Taking Back Sunday on September 20th. And I want to plug... Um, Firefly Music Festival, which is coming up on uh, June 21 through 23 in Dover, Delaware. Um, our parent company puts on the festival, and we've got um, Panic at the Disco, Tyler the Creator, who just put out an amazing record, um, Travis Scott, Death Cab for Cutie, Brockhampton, Post Malone, Vampire Weekend, and many, many more. So uh, check out FireflyFestival.com for your tickets. You can get single day tickets or all weekend passes. You can camp, glamp, or uh, get a hotel. And just so, we're all on the, just so we're all on the same page, I'm booked on a cruise with Cardi B and Post Malone and Twenty One Savage, and Brandon won't book me on that festival. Wait, are, so are you for it. are you for real? It sounds like a pretty big deal. Do you want to plug that? Well, I, that's well, sick. That's at the end of June. Yeah. Well, Cardi it's, was Cardi B going to show up? Yeah, she's going to be there. It's going well, to be. She's been canceling all of it. That's why I said. Oh, I don't know. I don't know that part of it. I just know that me, Mike Busey, and everybody at the Sausage Castle, we're right. going to be on the, it's an, the, it, the cruise at the end an, of the month. It's an adults only cruise with Cardi B and Post. I like everything about this. Well, I mean, I'm not yeah. really a fan, but like. So, so when I leave that boat with a feature from Cardi B, don't be asking me to get booked at Ramsay. Oh! Then, but, oh! 
Well, oh, you mean you mean when you can actually sell tickets is oh, when you want me to book you? I mean, I mean, I don't know if you know this or not, but I had eleven sold out dates, so oh you can suck up that one. God. How big? How big were the places that you played? Tampa was like one hundred and forty people. Do you realize um, that Rams Head holds fourteen hundred people? Yeah, I do, okay. and I also realize I'm not coming alone. And I also realized that we already have venues that are 1,400 people. Oh and I also realized that you didn't do any research because I sent you all this information already. Oh and I also realized god. that you and your cancer can kiss my ass. Oh, my god. <laughs> I did do research. That's why I didn't book you. Uh -huh. Sure, oh. kid. <laughs> You're right. You're right. We got, booked with, we got booked with Cardi B and 21 Savage. But, you know, Rams said book, I will book you as, at some point. It uh -huh. will happen. No, it won't. This is amazing. I now, now, just so you know, if you're not hooking your boy up now, you don't get a friend's discount later. Oh my god! I love <laughs> hey, I don't, I don't. We don't shy away from paying people. I love this. I don't want to get in the way. I just want you guys to keep doing this. This is wonderful for me. This is so. It's wonderful. okay. Oh, god. is gonna want tickets one day. <laughs> I want tickets now. I just don't want to be on the hook for seven thousand dollars in expenses on top of whatever I want to have to pay you. Uh. My room is super expensive to open, and then that leaves me susceptible to the people above me being upset when things don't do well. So um, yeah, that's imagine. the tough position that I'm in. I can but, understand that. I mean, yeah. I get it. You know, maybe if you were talking to somebody whose tour never did well, then I would understand oh, why you're talking. God bless. <laughs> God bless. I'm, we don't need it. We don't need to wrap up. I can, you know, I, I'll just turn my mic off and you two keep going. It's okay. Don't worry about it. This will be know? a show. This will you be see a who show. your real boys are. It's okay. Ramsheadlive.com is the website. <laughs> Send at, all of your complaints to at Brandon, at Brandon Linton, Linton on Twitter. On Twitter. Hey, just so you know, if you didn't give me tickets to WrestleMania, I'd punch you in the face. Oh my God. I love this. This is amazing. Or it should go the other way. Hey, since I gave you tickets to WrestleMania, I'm going to take it easy on you because. Oh. I understand that you're in a weird professional place whenever friends want you to book them all the time. Uh, you right. don't have any other friends but us. Oh, <laughs> you, okay. First of all, in a real, in a real, real sense, that is probably true. <laughs> but I've got all these people I know that are in bands, and it's always such an awkward conversation. I'm just glad that we're such good friends that we can have an honest conversation about this. Oh. Because, like, I usually have to be I, – I feel bad. Like, I, I, I'm usually like – Oh, that date doesn't work or whatever. I don't, and like, here's the thing where it's easy with you. Your music is good. So I don't have to get there to where I'm like lying about your music because it's good. But these bands half the time are terrible. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's true. And so it's like, it's not the sense that's of probably it, uh, why they don't. That's probably why they don't have 13 dates already booked. Oh you know what I'm saying? Well, they do, though. It's shitty places. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, we could talk about this more offline. I mean, I'm no, not. No, 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 no. We I'm, don't have to. We can just keep going. Just keep going. I've never this been against bringing you in. I just got to uh -huh. figure out the right situation. We, I need specific dates and uh -huh. things like that. And then we'll work it's through all right. it. Don't worry about it, Brian. It's cool. Don't worry. <laughs> It's just we prefer the event to be able to oh, do about 500 people. Okay. I, it doesn't make me love you less. I think your music is great. And ask Glenn, I would not say that if I didn't think it was true. This is amazing. This um, is amazing. If, if people are bad, I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I don't know. And I say other things. So I, mean, I totally heard him say that he thought your music was okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Now let's lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, uh, I'm just. By the way, uh, did I see that? Did you get? Who did you have on one of your? Did you? Did I see you had um, 
Who is the feature that you just posted about? Oh, Rico Nasty? You mean That's double, fucking awesome. Double newest, XL you mean double XL freshman, million followers, like you mean dude, that her, person? her newest um her newest uh mixtape with um who is the other guy? Uh it's amazing. Yeah. You know why? Rico Nasty's amazing. And that's why she works with amazing artists. Oops. I never said you weren't good. Oh god. I like the song I that like I have with her. The song that I have with her is called Lemon Lime. Great. Where, I it, where can I hear that? Where is that available? You will hear it on Free Agent when it drops right. on I love October fourth. Why that. do we have to wait till October? Don't we get like the advance? Because, because you didn't book me. Oh! <laughs> so Glenn has to stop. Guess what? Now. Guess hey, you know what song's getting performed at all my fucking oh. bookings on tour? Oh. Lemon Lime. Oh. You know what song? Bulletproof. All Jimmy Fallon, all songs that are on uh, Free Agent that you won't hear until October 4th, they're going to be live and in charge when I go on tour this July and August. This is, this is my favorite moment ever. This is just my favorite moment in the history of ever. You know what? I was disappointed we hadn't had a guest. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, Brandon. You know this. If you did book me, I'd have to send you the files that I was going to be performing. Oh, God. Hey, when are you going to be in our area, by the way? Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna end up getting a tour date either in Virginia or DC. Um, okay. So it'll be probably either the first week in August or the third week in July. Gotcha. Because we go, we start in Florida, then we go to Georgia, South Carolina, and then we're either gonna go from there straight to the gathering of the Juggalos in Indiana. Are you are you on gonna, that? Yeah. I Did am. you see the lineup they dropped? Yeah, I know. Bill Bone Thugs. I'm gonna be on. I'm gonna be with Mike. I'm gonna be up. on Mike's set. Shut the Wait, fuck up, dude. Glenn, have you seen this lineup? No. Oh, by the way, I'd like to point out that we were booked for the Gathering of the Juggalos. I uh, would, and, and on a cruise with Cardi B and Twenty One Savage and Post Malone, but Brandon says we can't. I would absolutely go to the Gathering of the Juggalos and see Bone Thugs. That would happen in a heartbeat. I would do that, man. Are you kidding me? Now it's gonna be super awkward when we find out that AJ's Tech Nine. Who else is on there? Tech Nine, obviously ICP. Can I tell you my favorite person that's booked on it? Who? Morris Day and the Time. Shut up. Yeah, that's Shut a great up. pick, actually. Dude, I what is totally gonna happen? Go to that, that show. <laughs> that show sounds. What, what's amazing. gonna happen when Morris Day walks into there? That's unbelievable. So I, here's the, the lineup. It's gonna be like, who are you? Yeah. Who are no, they're you? gonna throw fucking bottles at them, no. which is what happened to. Um, was it Coolio or um, uh, someone got shit thrown at them? So here's Glenn. Here's the lineup: Insane Clown Posse, of course. Bone Thugs, Butcher Babies, who's like a metal band with chicks that wear little uh, X's over their nipples. Okay. Um, Big fan of those chicks. Yeah. Ghetto Boys. <laughs> Ghetto Boys. Yeah, I was excited <laughs> about that. Bushwick Bill. Ghost Main. Can I give you my second favorite booking aside from um, Morse Day? Yeah. Gilbert Gottfried. Shut up. <laughs> If um, you look down on that list, you'll see Mike Busey. Yeah, Guar. Okay, Je yeah. Jedi Mind Tricks, KRS-One, which is That's fucking great. Dope, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Max Sabbath, which if you didn't weren't aware, they're a Black Sabbath cover band that dresses like McDonald's characters from the I, 80s commercials. That's so, so they're called Max Sabbath. So great. Um, Randy's Cheeseburger Picnic. I have no idea who that is. Suicide Boys, who are fucking awesome. Glenn, or, suicide uh, Girls are sexy. Yeah, they are. They're very but sexy. But AJ, have you heard Suicide Boys? No. Check them out. They're fucking great. They just put out, and, and they just put out, the newest thing's weird. It's not like their normal music, but they just put out a, a little uh, EP. 
It's them with Travis Barker on drums and like a guy from Corn on guitar, and it's like some hardcore like slash rap stuff. It's pretty cool, but their regular music is better. Um, we've got Tech Nine, and then a whole bunch of crazy shit that like just random little bands. But uh, yeah, th- I've always wanted to go to that someday just to like experience it. I kind of would like to. I'm not gonna lie about that. I'd kind of like to do it. You, Let's well, it's in Greenville, Indiana. Oh. And by the way, guess what? I'm probably going to try to find a way to wrestle. At I was just going to ask right. you that because it says free camping, carnival rides, parties, sideshows, and wrestling. Okay. Yeah. When I get there, I'm going to tell the promoter because I haven't talked to the – I don't know who runs the wrestling part of it. But, like, the day that I step foot on the Gathering the Juggalos land, I'm the most important independent wrestler on that land. So I'm going to need to talk to who I need to talk to. Look up, and look I'm going to have Bay with me. Look That's up true. JCW Juggalo Championship Wrestling. Maybe. I know who I know who it is, but I just don't know who oh. they they just they literally just <coughs> stopped working with KG. Oh, okay. So KG was my end. So I don't know. I mean, I'm still gonna be good when I get there because I'm gonna show up looking like me, sounding like me, talking like me. But is this the best end of the show we've ever done? Oh, it's this yeah. has been magic. It's definitely been magic. I'm not I, as I said before. I'm not angry that we didn't have the guests that I was working on unless we get them. But uh, I'm not angry because this ended up being even better than that. Um, I, I don't even know what to say now. This has been too good. Uh, I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. By the way, if this goes up tonight on Thursday's show, I'm having, <laughs> I'm having uh, Brian Baumgartner, who you may remember as Kevin from The Office, is on my show tomorrow. What? Uh, nice. he's, doing, he's doing a family feud thing yeah, at the casino. Yeah, he's coming to the casino. Exactly right. So. Uh, he's coming on my show tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. And Cal Ripken on Friday, which I'm looking forward to. Like, can you can you tell him that your friend AJ says that one of the greatest moments in the history of comedy is when he was mad at Angela's baby, and the way that they stopped him from being mad at Angela's baby is they said that the baby gave him a twenty five dollar uh. <laughs> iTunes gift card with seventeen dollars still left on it. Yes, it's <laughs> pure magic. It's pure magic. All right. Um, thanks to Aaron, I guess. He was with us earlier. For uh, him and for Brandon and for... The main event. Vent. 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 Seriously, Brandon, why don't you just fucking book him already? I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Fuck cancer and y'all.